every single action that you have ever taken started as a thought. So when you change the way you think, you will change the way you act, and you will change the way you live. That is hyper-conscious. No matter what you're going through right now or ever have gone through, the only way your life changes is if you change first. That is what we are here to help you do. A huge shout-out to our friend and mentor, David Meltzer of the Playbook Podcast, for sponsoring this podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another very special, as always, episode of the Hyperconscious Podcast. We hope you enjoyed our latest episode where we did a live mastermind on what it takes to really have your dream relationship, where Taryn and Emilia basically gave a fire presentation, and we kind of took the, the back seat, which was nice. On Facebook Live, it's surpassed 500 views already. We got a lot of good, uh, good love on that. Yeah, Today... Sorry. For episode number 438, we are going to talk about the difference between a $13 cheeseburger and a $13 book. And what that means for your life. Wow. So first, we're going to talk a little bit about context. As you know, I like to start there. So why are we doing this episode? So Kevin and I believe health, wealth, and love, the three facets of this life journey that we must master. Health is physical, mental, emotional, spiritual. Wealth is straight cash, how homie. you make straight cash homie it's how you make your money how much money you make and then most importantly what you do with it that's what we're going to talk about today and then love obviously friends family intimate relationship and all that so one third of this journey is about money so we thought you know what we haven't done a lot of episodes about money in the past and we were reflecting on an episode we did with chris harder earlier today and it just it just got us thinking about how some people i believe use cash flow to get closer to their dream life and then other people kind of get used by cash flow. So what is your relationship to money? And are you investing in your brighter future? Or are you kind of spending it in a way that maybe isn't, isn't uh, savory? We were doing a, uh, a little reflection on me. I don't, know, I, no, I don't know the exact time frame. But I remember when I would either get recommended a book or I would find a book. I literally would be like, ah, 13 bucks. That's like, that's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. But you're already spending that money somewhere. Okay, so if you're going out to eat once a week and you're spending 20 bucks, right, that is $20 that you could put into your personal development. Now, you don't necessarily have to go from buying things that you like to just going purely into personal development. You could split that down the middle. You can get a book for 10 bucks. Right. Okay, <laughs> uh, I don't know what the Audible, what is it, $14.99? $14.99 a month. For yeah. Audible. And then if I use a lot of iBooks because it's, if it's nine bucks, I'll just buy that. Right. It's cheaper to buy that and then buy like an $18 book on Audible because you save yourself the money that way. Um, but I remember I would be like, nah, that's kind of that's steep. Mm. And I think most of us are, uh, think of it this way. And this is a great example. This is a great example. We were literally just talking about we need a new timer for the wall in the studio. It's like 90 bucks. Mm. And I was like, I don't know, man, that's a lot of money. There's a UFC coming up that's 65. I'm going to buy that thing. Right. <laughs> and I'm not splitting it with anybody either. Right. Right. So that's $65 versus $45. It's actually more money. And I'm going to get far more out of the timer in terms of the studio, in terms of the fluidity of our recordings. So my main thing for this episode is understand that you're already spending money. And if you can switch your perception from I'm spending money to I'm investing money into my ability to make more money in the future. Mm. That's what I've done with, especially with books. Right. I have, I have bought more books this year than I bought my entire life. Yeah. Right, I'm buying one every other week, basically, because I'm I'm trying to hammer through books. Right, uh, and the books that I have bought have directly made me money. So here's an analogy that I think people will really resonate with. 
and having worked as a personal trainer for a long time or a personal coach, fitness coach, some people I notice use calories to get to the physique they want to build muscle. Other people are afraid of food and are afraid of eating too much and they're not really using calories to build muscle. Okay? I think cash flow is the same way. Some people are using cash flow to build the life they want. Other people are kind of scarce and not using cash flow necessarily. They're more they're more if you're out there right now listening, you are either you either have a habit of using cash flow to survive or you have a habit of using cash flow to thrive. And I'm going to give you two examples. Let's say you get a $500 check at the end of the week. Okay. What you're spending that $500 on is quite literally either for your future or for your present. Now, there's a way to integrate, right? So if you enjoy reading books, for example, you can spend $16 on a book, enjoy that book in the present, but that's also going to invest in your future if it's a personal development book. Here's the thing. Skills always monetize. So imagine one person spends 100 bucks on a new course. How much? 100 bucks. 100, 100 bucks. 100? Yeah. Uh, 100 bucks on a new course for how to be a better public speaker. <clears throat> let's say you want to be a public speaker in the future. Or let's say you're in corporate, actually, and you just take this course, Dale Carnegie's course on public speaking. So you learn how to articulate better. You learn how to communicate more effectively. You learn how to do oratory. Okay. You're more likely to get a promotion in the future because you spent that 100 bucks today. And maybe you make a thousand bucks more per month in the future. That's a 10 times ROI that keeps happening every single month over month. So I think the fundamental misunderstanding here is I'm going to spend money to enjoy today versus invest money to make more money tomorrow. Yeah. One of my clients, we've been doing a lot of like the inner work and the um, read redesigning the relationship or rebuilding a relationship between something and something. And we were talking about money. And I said, like, I love the fact that you're so money conscious when it comes to saving money. But if you were as conscious on making more money, you wouldn't have to worry about saving money as much. Right. And I think it's important, obviously, to save money. Of course, of course. But if you can, if you control the money you make, you will always be better off because you don't necessarily have to worry about like, oh, well, if I don't make any more money this month, at least we have savings. Always have savings. Right. But if you put as much energy into making more money. And the other thing I said was, when you make money, use that money to make more money. Right. Whether it's, again, if you're doing an Instagram ad, mm-hmm. if you're spending $500, you should be spent making at least $501. Exactly. You should at least make your money back. In an ideal world, obviously, you'd make a lot more money. But I feel like so many people get the money and they hoard it. Like, oh, this is the energy. I got the energy. Let me take that energy. Right. But when you put that energy back out, mm-hmm. the point of making money, from my perspective, there, there's more than one, right? But yeah, it's to impact. It's to help others. It's for charity. It's for comfort. It's for certainty. But it's to make more money. Yeah. It's to, it's to make your life designed in the way you want it to to eventually make even more money yeah. to then live at a greater level of that. Yeah. So if you love your life right now and you're listening and you want an amplified version of that life, you need to make more money with the money you currently have. 
Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so very much for listening to another episode of Us. You guys listen to us enough. We want to talk to you. We want to know what you are going through in your life and how we can help you better. So if you reach out to myself at NeverQuitKid on Instagram or Alan at Lazarus 88 send us a message, video, audio, text, whatever it is. We just want to get to know you guys better. We want to hear from you. Also, if you go to the hyperconsciouspodcast.com, click on join hashtag hyperconsciousnation. When Kevin and I look back at the last three and a half years since starting the show, it's the people we met that made the biggest difference. At one point, Tiff and Amy were just people people who are listening to this show who then got a part of this community do not underestimate the power of a like-minded growth community and what it can do for your life do you think we should stop blabbering now yes okay we will get back into it and we hope you will enjoy talk to you soon bye what are some good tangible examples of this so obviously the 13 dollars cheeseburger versus the 13 dollars book one of them is for right now one of them is for the future um technically speaking the $13 cheeseburger, if it's for your fitness goals and you track your calories, it could be used to build muscle for if sure. you go to the gym with that. So if, if someone's out there right now, Kev, what's, what's a tangible example we can give them where it's like, listen, if you do this thing, this is an investment in your future that will keep paying dividends forever. I, I had a call. I had a free podcast call. You got, you got here uh, right when I was finishing up. Yep. And this person, the first thing they said was, Kevin, I love podcasting, but I hate editing audio. I said, okay, cool. I can solve that problem for you in three minutes. Right. Have you ever considered one-on-one coaching? Yeah, I actually have. Okay, cool. Do, do me a favor. Get one client who pays you $100 a week. You pay somebody $20 an episode. You're netting $80 per week. You're exactly. $80 richer, and you, have, you also have an extra hour per week to do another coaching call than to make another $100. Exactly. So you're $180 richer. Yeah. Right? So the delegating of something, mm. like... You had a great example of this with one of your clients. Yeah. Go, I, go into that. So one of my clients is a really, really successful Android coder, Android developer. And he makes really good money. And I asked him, I remember asking him, like, how much money do you make on average? So he does some freelance work, and then he, do, he works for a company as well. And I'll keep this anonymous, but it was somewhere around probably an average of 150 bucks an hour, something like that. And that's based on the fact that Android development is a very sought-after skill that not a lot of people have, okay? So he, he does well. Now, he was struggling to get it all done. He had this side project that wanted 30 hours a week, plus his full-time job that wants 40 hours a week. And I said, honestly, if I were you, and I would, I would hire someone to uh, cook my meals, I would hire a nanny uh, during the day because kids aren't in school right now, and I would also um, have a cleaning lady come and, and do all of that, and landscaper too. And I explained why, numbers-wise, just strictly numbers. Okay. So if you're out there right now, imagine, so I'll just give a simple example. So he did, he hired a chef. This chef literally cooks all his meals and has it in the perfect macros every single week, okay? I asked him, how much time would that have taken you, did you used to spend on that in the past? He said, oh, at least 15 hours. I said, okay, you make 100, 150 bucks an hour, so let's make it easy, 100 bucks an hour, let's just call it 100 bucks an hour. You multiply 100 times 15, you get 1,500 bucks. How much do you pay the chef per week? He said 200 bucks. I said, you're netting $1,300 by not spending those 15 hours literally cooking and making Let's just sh- make sure. Let's just make sure that the listeners understand this, though. Yeah. If you take that extra time and you don't make money, then you're losing that. Too. Exactly. Not losing, no, that's so important. Yeah. That's so, so important. I have this one other client, and I'll be quick about this, but she runs a acupuncture uh, facility, and then she has a side business as well. And I remember her telling me, 
you know, I, I had to go to Home Depot the other day for this, that, and the other thing. I had to wait in line, COVID, my kids were with me, all this stuff. I said, how many hours did that take you? She said, honestly, three and a half hours. And I said, listen, how much do you pay uh, your employees? She said, well, one of my employees is younger. She makes 10 bucks an hour. I said, okay, how much money do you make per hour? She, she averaged, I think it was around, honestly, like 190 or something like that. Nice. And I remember saying to myself, like, okay, let's, let's round that up to 200. 200 times four hours is $800, okay? $800 minus the 40 bucks it would have cost you to have your assistant do that. You literally, I, and I said this, and this is hardcore for anyone listening, but I said this. I said, next time you go to Home Depot for four hours, I want you to literally take out $860 and burn it. Now, this is me coaching. This is coaching Alan, who's really, really hardcore. But seriously, that's what you might as well be doing. For some reason, we abuse our own time. There's a reason why in high school we made 10 bucks an hour, Kev. Yeah. It's because we were only valuable at 10 bucks an hour. If you've elevated beyond that, and by the way, high school kids need jobs, right? There's, you know, you get what you tolerate, and it's really, really important for you to spend money. I don't even like the word spend. I would say invest money to make more money. Yeah. And buying back time is one of the best ways you can spend money. I remember at my old job, we used to have different pays. So if you were on site, you would get prevailing wage, which is basically, it's a state rate, right? So anywhere from like 60 to to $100 an hour. The second you got in the van and went to Home Depot, you were supposed to get shop rate, which was like 19 bucks an hour. Right. And the, the reason was because you're not, doing, you're not on site. You're not working. You're driving. Right. We're not going to pay you $90 an hour to drive. Now, more than, on more than one occasion, I got paid that because right. they, they didn't have the systems in place. And it was like, look, this is your fault. Right. Like, you guys screwed this up and you didn't have the right material. I shouldn't be penalized that I have to go get it. Right, exactly. It's not my fault. Yeah. Right, it's not my fault. But I think the thing at the end of the day is what real abundance is, is getting money and then using that energy to, to create more energy. Exactly. exactly. If you, you, you want to stash it away, sure, that's fine. If that makes you feel good, fine. Mm. But ask yourself, what could I do with this money to make me more money? And this is... This is the other thing too. It doesn't, and this is a fine line. And you have to you have to walk this carefully. But it doesn't necessarily have to make you more money. It could not make right you, away, right? But even in a different way, it could make you more memories. A, a fourteen dollar cheeseburger, right? Versus a fourteen dollar um, coffee with your loved one. Exactly. That's a completely different thing, right? One so, of them is an investment. Yeah. If you're building yeah. memories, if you're you know if you're doing that sort of thing, that's totally that's something as well. Like Taryn and I are going to do trivia on Tuesdays. Mm. And I said like, babe, I love that, but like we're spending $100 every time we do this. Like that's $400 a month. What if we just ate at home and then came, we had like a beer and a cookie? Right. right. That'll be our little date thing while we're doing trivia. That's like 15 bucks right. instead of 100. <laughs> I, I'm willing to invest whatever amount it is. I don't care. It is what it is. I'll, right. I'll invest that money, but we can do that in a smarter way. Right. right. It doesn't have to be all or nothing. So I know for me, when I started switching that from like the biggest bottleneck is time. Mm. What having extra money does is allows you to buy more time. And assuming you buy, you're productive, yes, uh, like yes, it, that is the most that important is the thing. most important thing because otherwise you're not buying. You're buying right. back time, but you're not actually netting any right. extra. You money. Could be buying back comfort. One simple example that I think everyone will resonate with that I really feel compelled to say, Kev, is this studio. Yes. So for everyone out there listening right now, really think about this for a sec. Kevin and I have a business called the Hyperconscious Podcast LLC. We invest what is it, $550 every single month yep. into having this studio. This studio makes us more money, not just now, but in the future too. So 
And in ways you could never even connect. Yeah, no ways you could never anticipate. Like, and that's the thing. You you have to really take a look at where you're investing your money. Um, one of my clients is also Kevin's client and invested a lot of money into Kevin and I. But he's going to make so much more money in his future because of that investment. I can't even tell you. Like, literally, like, the the value that I've provided to this person, and again, I'll keep it anonymous, is so unreasonably high compared to what he has paid me in the long run. But it's not like, hey, pay me 100 bucks for this call. Now, all of a sudden, you have 100 bucks in your bank account the next day. It's not like that. But in his future, his future... Pers- his fu- future will be so bright in terms of cash flow because he invested that time and money into you and I today. So that's the reframe. If you are out there, you're spending money for sure. Switch that to I will never spend money again. I'm going to invest money. I'm going to invest money in my own personal development. I'm going to invest money into my home. I'm going to invest money into my relationship. I'm going to invest money into uh, my own business if you have one your own career, all that kind of thing. The other thing, too, is there are uh, times where you will spend the money and you'll get it right back if you do it right. Give me an example. Every, like the sales books I've bought. I've probably spent, I mean, I bought three or four really Im- impactful things that have helped me when it comes to a version of sales and understanding prospecting and all that stuff. I mean, okay, spend 15, 30, 40, 60 bucks, make 1,600. Yeah. That's a pretty good net. <laughs> yeah. Right? That's a pretty good net. Yeah. And but I mean obviously you have to take action on that. Right. But understand this. If you're lacking something, if you can find a way to add value to that thing, maybe it's learning a new skill, maybe it's delegating, right? You're lacking time. Can we buy more time? Mm-hmm. You're lacking skill. Can you invest in the opportunity to learn more about that skill to to then make money or make time or make memories, whatever it is. Right. Right? At the end of the day, the only thing, like, the thing that keeps us all level is the amount of time we have in a day. You're only, you can only be awake for 24 hours in a day if you wanted to work 24 hours a day. But if you have the capability to send some money elsewhere, stuff will get done when you're not doing it. Right. Right? So I think, especially if you're in business, that is an unreasonably important um, chasm to cross. Mm. If you're struggling to delegate, that's, it's unreasonably important because... You shouldn't be doing the stuff that doesn't make you money at, at some point. I actually don't, and I know we have to go, so the timer just went off. I don't, I don't invest, first of all, I don't use the word spend money anymore. I haven't for a long time, but I think I forget sometimes how, so when I started this journey, I had a lot of, a, a huge nest egg, well over 100000 and all of that money got invested into my own personal development and into my future. Pizza. Into my future. Food as well, but food, honestly, into building muscle. Right. It's interesting having this conversation because I think sometimes you and I lose sight of the basics that got us to where we are. I, this is a big one that like seems like so second nature to me. Dude, I can't remember the last time I spent money on something that wasn't for my future. I know that sounds mm-hmm. weird, but even the gas in the car to get to the studio, like... You know, I spend money on uh, my relationship, like I'll I'll treat to dinner and things like that. But all of that is an investment in the future because yeah. I want to have a wonderful relationship in the future. So, anyways, yeah, you if you're out there right now, you either have an, a habit of investing your money for the future or for the present. There's got to be a way to have both integrate. I think There's of this. Be a way to we went to California twice, California yeah. and Arizona. I, we literally put ourselves thousand do- thousands of dollars in, in debt, debt to do that yep. because we knew the. 
not short-term value. Yes. The long-term value of the importance of that. And I, I don't suggest you put yourself thousands of dollars in debt necessarily, but there is a better balance of spending money versus investing money. Exactly. Some money you'll spend and you'll never get back. Yep. Some money you'll invest and you'll get back in multiples. Right. And, and it, it's your choice. Getting nice shoes for the gym. Very different than getting nice shoes because they look good. Yeah. Right? See, one of them is useful and has, has That's utility. That's why I got these tattoos. They are utilitous. Utilitarian. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Anything in closing? No, uh, that'll do it. Ten oh, 10-second second blip? Turn on, I'm going to blip. 10-second blip. Yeah, I would say some people use money. Other people get used by money. Make sure you're on the right side of, of that equation. I would say change your association with money, especially if you have a block around it. This is going to sound like weird. To right. hear this entire episode, it's I used to feel the same way. Isn't it weird how not weird it is? It's it's right normal. now for us. It's the yeah. people that you see at the top of the game. Yeah. are doing this all the time. All the time. LeBron James does not do his own laundry. Nope. No. Right. And if you want to, sure. Yeah. Right. If he wanted to, he would. If you don't want to do something, there is a way for you to delegate that, and then do more of what you love. Let's just do that. Right. We won't even say money. Yeah. We won't even say it's about money. It's about doing more of what you love. And by the way, someone loves doing what you don't love doing. Yes. So someone does love to mow the lawn. Hire that person and then do your genius zone. Kev, isn't it weird how not weird this felt? It is. It's cool. I we've like it. we've our, our relationship to money and for the listeners just real quick, our relationship to money has has consciously shifted and I can feel it. We don't feel weird talking about money anymore like we once did. Mm. And I I think that's a thing and that's really cool and we're we're still mastering it. You know, it's a forever process, but this felt different to me than Same. ever before talking about money. And I want everyone listening to know that that is coming for you too. If you can really learn to change your association with this, it is a practice. Kyle Cease wrote a book. He did called "The Illusion of Money." Powerful book. Um, that's yeah, that's fire. That's fire. Ladies and gentlemen, Alan and I are both doing free thirty-minute calls. I am doing mine on podcasting. Alan is doing his on peak performance business, tracking the numbers, making sure you're getting clients, making sure your margins are right. All that happy jazz. Oh yeah. I will help you scale your show, monetize your show, start your show, whatever it is. And uh, yeah. And also, the masterminds are every Monday, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You will be able to join them actually at 5.30 p.m. and network for a half an hour in advance with our team and other people that joined that. There was actually quite a few people in there last time, which was was really cool. And again, the people you meet are going to make the biggest difference. Someone once said, the books you read and the people you meet. Um, So the books you can go buy and invest your time. The people you meet, come join like-minded, hyperconscious individuals that are growth-oriented. Also join Hyperconscious Nation at thehyperconsciouspodcast.com. Guys, up next, we are doing an episode on how to use imposter syndrome as a benefit to you. So every time I've ever been in a room where I've been way over my head, I feel like an imposter. And that is usually a trigger. It's enough pain for me to admit that I need help. I need to learn more. I need to prioritize better. And honestly, I think at the end of the day, that has helped me tremendously so we are going to go through that and I know a lot of people that's a question I get asked fairly often is what do you do about imposter syndrome we are going to go into that yeah I think that's something a lot of people struggle with and uh, it's gonna be fine we will talk to you on Friday talk to you soon bye ladies and gentlemen we hope you enjoyed this episode and if you did it would mean the world to us if you would share this with your friends and if you have any questions please reach out to kevin or myself our contact information is in the show notes and we can't wait to hear from you guys we wouldn't be able to do this without you so if you would kindly leave us a review on itunes that would help us make more people hyper conscious